Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Female Footballers Podcast. My name is Cassie Gray. I am your host, and today I'm joined by a bunch of our staff members. I would love for you all to introduce yourselves. Let's start with Rachel Thomas. Hi, everybody. This is Rachel Thomas. What's your role here? Oh, <laughs> I didn't know we were doing that kind of introduction. Yeah. Um, I am a content coordinator here at um, Female Footballers and write curriculum for sessions. Awesome, Haley. Hi everyone, um, I am the Chief Operating Officer of Female Footballers. Thank you, Mari. Hi guys, I'm Mari, I'm a mentor and I've been working on the college community program. And Alexis. Hey guys, my name is Alexis and I'm just an intern, so no, but I'm helping out with a few of the things for female footballers, just the college community and just resource library stuff, so. And future mentor, most likely. Um, yeah, so we are so happy to have you all on. And we want to discuss um, a pretty relevant topic, I would say, going into the end of August, and that is preseason. Um, we all are former collegiate players, and we all have been through many preseasons. And so we thought it might be interesting to talk about just the hardships and frustrations of preseason and um, how it can feel long and um, challenging at times, but also how to kind of help yourself through it. And so um, I guess my first question for everybody would be, um, what's one thing you feel like you remember about preseason it being hard? What was a challenge for you going through preseason any of the years you played collegiate soccer? Anyone want to start? Don't all jump at once. I'll start. Um, all right. So for me, my freshman year, I was lucky enough to get a lot of playing time at Cal as a forward. Um, I was either first off the bench, and I think towards the end of the season, I started a, a bunch of games, and I had a lot of, I put a lot of pressure on myself um, that spring of my freshman year that I needed to kind of keep this level of play up, and going into my sophomore year, I just really started to second guess everything that I did, and I started to focus a lot on my competition and the new girls coming in. At that point, we had a new freshman coming in my sophomore year and she was a forward as well and she was bigger and stronger than me and um, I just remember really mentally struggling with um, my starting like trying to keep a starting spot and so for me it was my biggest challenge was um, I was really focused on the other players and who was starting and, and who wasn't and every pre-game type of training, you know, who was kind of getting to know they were going to be in the starting lineup, who was going to travel and not and stuff like that. Anybody else want to share their challenge? Yeah, I think definitely that where you're, <clears throat> you know, you're coming together as a team, but you're also competing against each other um, for playing time or what whatever role it's going to be. And so I think that's always challenging. I think trying to just focus on your own effort and what you can do to try to just contribute to the team. And that may or may not end up being, um, you know, starting position or, or playing time or whatever it is. But um, so I think that is always a hard grapple um, when some of the people you're competing against can be very good friends. Um, and even if they're not, they're your teammates and you want them to do well, you know, um, so it can be a, a, a little bit of a mental battle that way. The other thing for me, especially because I had various injuries was just like, 
I remember coming into sophomore camp. This was before I did my knee and I was like feeling the best I had felt. I was like, cause after my freshman year of spring, feeling confident, feeling really fit and feeling like, okay, I got it. I feel this, I got the speed I got, you know, and then, um, and, and, and doing well, but then getting injured pretty early in a preseason game. And so then, you know, going down that route of, of injury, long-term injury recovery. So, um, anyway, those were the things just sort of, I guess the ups and downs, but just trying to come in with a, trying to focus on you, what you can do. Cause like you said, Cass, when you start focusing on the other people, it can really mess with your head. And, um, and, you know, and then the other side of that is you want them to be the best you want to be your best. So that sometimes isn't going to maybe end up the way that you want, um, in terms of playing time and things, but, but it is ultimately what's going to make you the better player, right? Level up. Rachel, I can really relate to you with the injuries. My freshman year when I went in, similar to Cassie, I was getting some minutes at the beginning. And so I was really excited. I was training hard, but I started getting shin splints, but I didn't tell anybody because I didn't want to lose those minutes I was getting. I didn't want someone to think, oh, she has shin splints. She's being weak. She should just play through the pain. So I ended up not telling anyone. I didn't tell a soul. I kept training through the shin splints and I ended up with a stress fracture, which meant instead of maybe missing two weeks, three weeks to take care of the shin splints, I missed five months. And so that decision not to talk about it because I was scared of what people would think and I was scared of what would happen, the consequences ended up being worse off for me. And since then I've been a lot more open with physical therapists, with my team and coaches about my injuries. It doesn't mean I haven't had injuries, but it means that I'm more proactive about them and I'm able to take care of them. And I think that can be something that we don't often think about going into college because you are playing a lot more. You're doing double days where maybe you haven't done them previously. And so injuries over use injuries like shin splints can really happen and so it's good to be aware of them and not scared about talking about them and getting that help because otherwise it can end up worse Absolutely. You go ahead and add to that too um just when i think preseason, definitely I, my heart still kind of drops a little bit thinking about you know the anxiety i got about passing fitness tests and just how that was always a big thing in my head and like the heads of my teammates like really just full-on panic attacks because there was so much pressure that we put on ourselves to pass these fitness tests and to have that perfect start to season that for me personally like also just making a mistake um was a big deal like as a goalkeeper you make a mistake more likely than not it's a goal and your team's down and you know definitely something you don't want so throughout preseason it was like all right I need to be perfect I need to do this 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 that I kind of just lost the enjoyment and I lost, you know, the whole experience of having that, just being there on the field, being present in that first game that, you know, I'm never going to get that moment back, but I made sure as like a junior senior leader on my team, I walked up to the freshman that was starting. I'm like, Hey, relax. You only get one first college game, you know, like to start it off. So just have fun and enjoy it. And like, just by telling them that I just saw like that quick change of just, a deep breath and like a smile and like I was just like okay you know you know something I wish I would have had but you know I'm glad I'm able to help them just a little bit of experience and just telling them don't be perfect just be effective right now that's all we need from you so also preseason can be so fun like it's the only time where you don't have to think about school and you get to just focus on soccer so what you were saying about having fun I think that's a huge emphasis 
Totally. I agree. Kind of agree with everything you guys have said for me, echoing it. The biggest thing was kind of thinking about like, where do I fall in that starting lineup sort of situation? I'm looking and reading. I'm an overthinker by nature, looking and thinking about, okay, they put this person on this team today. Does that mean they're going to be playing in the game tomorrow? Like all that stuff. And I still did that when I was a pro, like it's, it doesn't stop. I think it's just something we're naturally inclined to do because we're competitive and we want to be on the field and there's nothing wrong with that, but it is kind of focusing our attention on things that we can't control. Um, we can only control our, our output um, and probably putting a lot of stress on myself and we put our stress on ourselves because we're paying attention to those things. Um, so that's probably the most challenging thing. I don't think any of the the physical things, obviously it's demanding with two a days, three a days, like being there all day with film and all that kind of stuff. But I think that part's somewhat manageable if you can get it down, especially as an upperclassman and um, trying to remind yourself to have fun because it is fun in those moments. But I think we tend to dwell on um, the stressful things that are hard to control. Yeah, I think, um, I think, you know, I was very focused, like I said, my sophomore year on the other people. I think freshman year, you go in kind of bright-eyed and bushy-tailed, not knowing what to expect. So for me, it was like, I didn't have any, there was no expectations on me. I was one of 14 freshmen. And um, there were a lot of us who were, who were forwards. But I think because I went in just sort of like, well, I don't care, I'm gonna do whatever. I don't, I don't know these girls. It was like easier for me. Whereas I know a lot of girls, um, they get to their freshman year, they get to that first preseason and they're terrified. Like I do remember being worried that I didn't train properly over the summer, um, but I wasn't going to be fit enough, um, which I was ultimately. But I do think even by your junior and senior year, do, don't you think like some of the challenges become how to keep present in the moment and like um, sort of appreciative of the experience and not letting it get old? Because I do remember I, you know, by my senior year, it was like, you know, you want to be the veteran and it's great, but you're also, um, I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't know if I'm articulating any of that right, but I just think as you, as you grow and age through college, the way you view it is going to be different each year. And it's also dependent on your previous uh, season. Um, and for me, it was, it was all about like, who's putting pressure on me, not necessarily that it was me putting pressure on myself, but it was like, I always like you, Haley, looked outward, like, um, and I analyzed everything about the pre-day, the day before a game, you know, lineups and training sessions and all that kind of stuff. And it was really dumb. It was like a waste of my time when you look back, you're like, why did I do that? Like, that wasn't going to change anything, <laughs> you know? Um, so, so we all have different challenges. I think it's great. We've got injury, we've got starting lineups, we've got that, that pressure to be perfect. Alexis, I love that you use that word because I think every time we do a session with these players, that word comes up and everyone's aware that they are putting either the pressure on themselves or they feel that societal team group pressure in general to be perfect and not make mistakes. Um, and I think that is what is so hard is you are competing with your teammates and Unfortunately, now, since I've played college soccer, that is how youth soccer is as well. So a lot of these girls, and some of you are younger and were a part of the system like that. So I'm curious for those of you who had this as a youth player, where you were also in a tiered structured environment where there was an A, B, or C team within your age group, did that still feel like a thing at the college level competing against your teammates? Like I know you said, yes, Haley, 
but or did it feel like you knew how to do that or you were accustomed to doing that because it was already a part of your youth soccer system? My comment on that would be for most players that play collegiately, um, they are the best players on their club teams and they are used to being very talented and not having to compete for starting spots as a general rule. Of course, there are programs where you're, if you're on academy teams and whatnot, you're competing against a lot of other great players. So I think when you go to college and suddenly you're surrounded by every person that was the best player on their team, that can be a bit intimidating. It's a different, uncomfortable environment. Something maybe it's a different work environment that you haven't had the opportunity to operate in. And you also have girls that are two, three years older than you that have been in this college environment for a while. They know the speed of play. They know the demands um, and have already kind of jumped over that hurdle of adjusting to the next level. So I think at the youth level, there's definitely some preparation. I think the most um, obvious to me in my career was you are trying to be recruited by other teams and there can be some competition between your teammates there um, if you're on a really strong team to get recruited um, and who's looking at who and whatnot. I was on my team, there were multiple players that went to the same school, so that wasn't necessarily um, an issue, but I think that's the exposure I had mostly. Um, but I do think that it's heightened, even if you're on a good club team, it's going to up the ante when you get to college. Anybody else that um, Mario or Alexis who played in more of maybe a tiered structure youth environment? Did you did you feel any different about it when you went to college? I definitely agree with the getting to college and then having that humbling experience of, okay, I'm not the best one on the team anymore. Um, but for club, also as just like a goalkeeper too, because when you establish like that starting position, you're more than likely have it for, you know, like the big important hard games. And so the vibe was that we all had goals, like everyone on my club team had the goal of getting to college. So we all supported each other in that way. When I got to college, I definitely felt like the hierarchy, like I was going in my freshman year and playing under a senior, a junior starter and a senior who played under her second string for the last three seasons. So I knew I was gonna have to pretty much wait my turn. And again, a humbling experience, but when you're playing um, under someone who has like four years college experience over you, like you do have to take that backseat and you do have to kind of just learn how to be okay with, again, just not being the best on the team anymore. So definitely a difficult first couple, couple seasons, but definitely built that grit that, you know, would come back to help me out playing overseas and all that of just having to deal with the adversity as it comes. So can I follow up just with a question, Alexis? Do you think that being a goalkeeper, I think it's a goalkeeper specific question. Do you think knowing that there was a player in front of you that had started for multiple years, did that help manage expectations coming in? Because at least for me, um, as a field player, it seems a little more up in the air. There's a lot more movement that could potentially happen depending on the opponent and stuff like that. But was there more of an expectation like, yeah, I'm going to have to wait, maybe managing that mentally? It's that's a good question is I wish I could go back and 
know that there was going to be a junior starting, but not let that really knock off the confidence as much, my confidence as much as I let it. Because if I would have went in there with a stronger mentality saying that, hey, no, it's not about how old you are. It's about, you know, what you produce on the field. I really do think I would have had a different freshman year experience, but because I went in with the expectation that, oh, I'm not going to play, I kind of went in there with like that defeated mindset. And I didn't really reach the potential I could have. If I went in there, it's like, I don't matter how old she is. I'm going to work my butt off and I'm going to get the minutes. So yeah, if I can go back and change that, that mindset a bit to not just be, you know, okay with the, the not getting those minutes. I thought it was interesting. It sounds like both of you guys came from clubs and correct me if I'm wrong, but where most players went and played college soccer. And from my club, a lot of girls weren't even sure they wanted to do that for a while. We're a much smaller club and I didn't get recruited till my senior year of high school. So like I was really late as a recruit. Um, and so when I came in, I think I had a different experience because I was just so damn happy to be there. Like I was just so pumped. I was like this, I'm doing what I love. Like I just love soccer. So to me, it was like I showed up and I didn't have as much nervous freshman year. Like I was still nervous, but I was just like, this is so cool. Like, and then that was part of the reason I didn't get help with my injury. But I think that there was definitely a lot of challenges in college soccer. We had a coaching switch, like we had a new coach come in and that becomes difficult because a lot of you aren't that previous, that new coaches recruits. So you're almost like restart fighting for spots. You're retrying to establish yourself on the team. And there was a lot that came with that, but like throughout the whole thing, like I went through times where I was playing a lot and times where I was playing a little, but I was always just like, I'm doing what I love. Like if I'm not going to play in games, I'm going to play extra. I'm going to go play pickup. I'm going to go train. Like, I just want to keep playing. So that's the youth system. I think coming from a club that wasn't as well known, it made it much more difficult to get recruited, but it also made me very thankful when I did. Super interesting. Yeah. I, um, I do think that the way you're brought up within your club atmosphere, whether it's a super competitive club or team really does play a role in your mindset going into a preseason at a college level. Cause like you, Mari, I came from a club team that was, uh, there was a girls that played college soccer on my team, but I could have left and played for like the top team in, in the country at the time that wasn't too far away from me, but I stayed with my friends and I was lucky enough to be seen through ODP, but like that does play a role. Like the, some of the girls in my class of 14 freshmen, they had so much pressure coming in. They actually never saw a few minutes of time. They, they imploded, unfortunately, they could not hang and they were our two top recruits I would say uh, Rachel you know probably who I'm talking about it's just they could not um they couldn't swing it because there was just there was too much hype around it and so I do think that level of like hype going in to the college experience for a preseason can really mess with your head as well but kind of shifting gears a little you know we talked a lot about the challenges a lot of you referenced the fun and I would say there is so much fun um, I know for Rachel and I, because we played together at Cal, I remember getting to go to like Lucy's house and some of the like team bonding experiences of the dinners every year at Cal, the program takes the team to um, Pinecrest and we camp. Um, and I just think that those bonding moments, like I will never forget those. Like I forget most of the games I played in and goals I scored and things like that, but I don't forget those experiences. How about you guys? What was pretty fun and exciting about your preseason? 
I, I love, of course, those memories with teammates. And then what I loved at Cal with, um, and we, when we had double days, I remember they would pair us with upper class. This was my freshman year and they'd pair us with upperclassmen and they'd take us to, um, you know, their, to a lunch spot or whatever, you know, or where they would take us for food after. And it was so cool because it was, um, I think Mari, like you were saying, there's no school, so you don't have schoolwork to think about. It's just like, okay, I finished this session. I'm freaking hungry. And like, oh, and especially in Berkeley where there's so many amazing food options, um, just getting to learn like the area and these different things and also meeting your teammate, even though I was totally terrified, but that's another thing, <laughs> but, um, you know, I, those are some really good memories. Um, and just like hanging out, <clears throat> not necessarily, not the trainings. I also remember like the, we always did um, competition days where it was like 1v1s, 2v2s, 3v3s, 4v4s, right? And kept track and rankings and how stressful that was because I didn't feel super confident, especially in my younger years. But um, having the experience of it going into, into it as an upperclassman, I felt much more confident. I'm like, okay, I know how, how to do this now. And um, so I don't know, that was always fun because competition's fun for sure. That joy that we're all seeking. On the last bit of the Cal stuff before we get to, to different um, ideas, but we also went to Pinecrest for like a little Lair of the Bear um, camp, which for context, it's a camp that only Cal people can go to and Cal families and alumni, um, which for me was really cool because I think it, it reminded me of why I care about representing my school and how passionate people are about my school. And so that was always so fun for me, getting to meet other Cal alums um, and get to talk to them. And, you know, it kind of was a break from the competitiveness of, of preseason, kind of that grind we talked about, but a way to just enjoy each other's company and also be around other people who love Cal. So I really enjoyed that. Um, my freshman year, and it carried on through the years, we did kind of an initiation ceremony for freshmen and it was very cute. Like the upperclassmen would dress in all black and the freshmen would dress in all white and we would have like this welcoming party and it was very like sweet and very cute. Um, and I just remember feeling, feeling very welcome because you kind of hear horror stories about like initiations and like scary things that happen at a lot of schools and this was just like the most wholesome thing of all time and it's a credit to our upperclassmen and I would say that your captains in your senior class really set the tone for um how the the team runs and the culture on the team so it was nice that that kind of new tradition was put in place while I was a freshman and I know not everyone has had those experiences um, in that much of a welcoming way. So I'd say those were kind of the two things that really stood out to me in our preseason from a bonding perspective. When you mentioned um, like having pride for your school, I remember another thing I love. So at Davis is when we went to preseason, almost all the other athletic teams went to preseason too. So it wasn't just like women's soccer on campus. It was men's soccer. It was football. It was tennis. It was like field hockey it was like all these different teams coming together. And previously, probably like in high school, like I knew some of the other athletes, but I really just knew people who were soccer players. But now all of a sudden, all the athletes are on campus and we're all just like hanging out, 
going to like sports school basically. Um, and that's just a dream come true. So I thought that was really fun. It got like immediately, it's like you had friends before you even started college, which was really comforting. Like you had people to guide you when you started classes, you had people to show you the rope. So I thought that was really cool. How about you, Alexis? What was like a fun part of preseason? So I think one thing that really separates the University of Hawaii from other schools is that we're on an island. And on that island, we don't have like professional teams other than the school, like university. So we get a really nice fan base and kids come out to the games and I mean, you're who they watch on TV. And I was experiencing that as like an what 18 year old going in. And I just like remember taking my first picture with a little fan and signing autographs. And I'm like, like, this is insane. And these girls are going to look up to me for the next four years and they know me by name. And we do a lot of community outreaches like as well. So it's like such a wholesome environment to play college soccer in and just so much fun to go out to the stadium and just have, you know, those familiar faces and like your little fans calling you by name. And I, I was so, so, so proud to represent the University of Hawaii just for the island and for the people of it. And that was super cool. That's awesome. Yeah, I think that's kind of like, fortunately, a lot of these types of things, um, the fun aspects of a preseason and getting to know a, a college program as a freshman or whatnot, or a transfer, whatever you are, those stories don't get told enough in a public way. And um, I think it kind of gives mystery to players when they're in the recruiting process of really not knowing those aspects of, of schools. And I wish there was more, more programs that have alumni programs where they help, you know, demystify some of the, the fun and traditions and um, exciting things that make a school unique. And um, yeah, I, I kind of wish there was better access for players to just get the, the vibes you get from different schools, you know, and and programs in general. So um, I'm glad you all could easily pick out something that was fun too, because I think the idea of preseason um, does carry a negative connotation. I don't know if it's just me and sometimes the way I tend to look at things, but I do think a lot of women that we talk to, preseason can be daunting, long, exhausting, physically just um, hard. And I think that um, the, being a mental skills training organization, I think like the mental side is, is what gets players through that. So um, our last question would just be, you know, what tips, tricks, um, advice do you have for current college players who are going through preseason right now? Um, and now that you've had your experiences and you can reflect on them, you know, what, what would you say either to your younger self or, or girls playing right now? I have one, this is kind of silly, but there's this trend on TikTok right now that like shows players, it shows like something they're concerned about right now. Like, oh, what if I never overcome this injury? Or what if I never start get my starting spot back or something like that? And then it shows a picture of their younger self and their younger self asks a question like, we played pro or like we played college or like something like we did that, that was our goal. And I think something like giving yourself a time to reflect back and realize like how far you've come. like 
you're playing college soccer. Like that's a big deal that you made it there. And your little self at like five, six, seven, even 10 years old would be so amazed that you made it there. And so I think sometimes when maybe something's not going your way, like you didn't start that game or you didn't have a good practice or something like the coach reprimanded you for something like to be able to look back and be like, okay, yes, there's stuff that I still want to improve on. There's still goals I have, but I've made it this far already. Like that's something still to hold on to and be really joyous about. So that would be my thing. I'm just going to piggyback on that one too, because basically same, um, just remember you belong there. You're there for a reason. You belong there. Just have fun with it. Yeah. And just that it's, it goes by quickly. You're, you're only a freshman once you're only a sophomore once junior senior, maybe you're a super senior. I know we have some super, super COVID seniors, but, um, you know, you don't, you just enjoy it even when it's really hard. And I think most preseasons are upwards of a month and sometimes longer if you're on the quarter system, really sorry about that. I was so excited when school would start because I'm like sick, we don't have double days anymore. I'd rather go to school. Um, but a big thing I would say is take time for yourself away from your teammates because it's very easy to um, get swept up in preseason where you likely live with your teammates, you train with your teammates, you see them 24 hours a day. And it's okay to be sick of your teammates sometimes at, at three, four weeks in, um, which happens when you spend too much time with anyone. So take some time for yourself to do something that's with different people, that's by yourself, um, and kind of just plan on those self-care habits, something that um, brings you happiness um, that isn't related to soccer. That was going to be mine, so I'll piggyback on that too, is just um, the self-awareness to know what you need in the moment and know that those moments are still fleeting. They're not forever. And so, you know, knowing that you need a break from your roommate, but know that like you're not going to feel like you hate your roommate forever. It's just, it's intense. It's small. You're in small spaces. You're in hotel rooms. You're in, you know, you're traveling. You're trying to finish schoolwork. You're, um, you know, I do think what I look back on and wish that I did more of was create a little bit of a world for myself outside of the sport within the school. And I don't think I did a good enough job of that, but I think that would have provided a lot of balance in those moments where it feels like um, hard because you're around it all too much and not just your teammates, but um, just the sport, you know, it, you don't want it to feel like it's a job or a um, like a job you don't look forward to going to. And there's going to be times where it feels like that. So the more you're aware of that and knowing that you might need to provide other things for yourself to keep that balance, I think is really important. And then one other thing I would say is just um, in the moments, be self-aware to catch yourself when you're hyper-focused on your competition, if she's on the same team as you and catch yourself knowing that, is this helping or hurting me by focusing so much on her game and less on my own? And, um, you know, it's those moments where you got to be able to stop yourself because no one else is going to do it because they're not in your head. It's up to you having that self-awareness to know it's time to like change my thinking and, and put it on to myself or to, to take a break because I'm too overanalyzing or, you know, whatever. So, um, so hopefully that's helpful. But if that didn't feel helpful enough, we have a really exciting announcement. Um, one week from today, we will be offering 
our first college community meeting that is Monday, August 29th. Um, it will be run by our staff at seven o'clock PM Pacific Standard Time. Um, we are going to introduce ourselves and what we do, and then we're gonna facilitate a discussion on preseason. Um, Haley, will you give a little insight into our past kind of programs and what we did? And, and then Mari, maybe you can give a little insight and, and Alexis into what this meeting is gonna be like. Yeah, so we created this program um, with the goal of wanting to bring women's soccer players in college um, together across the country to share in a kind of a support network to get professional and personal development resources. So the mental skills training, the resume workshops, all that kind of stuff that we want to be able to give back to collegiate women's soccer players and also make it um, fun for them to kind of meet people across the country because there aren't really platforms that they can do that. So that was kind of the vision for starting it. And we kind of tested that program last year. And now we're excited to um, kind of see the, the growth of it and kind of the um, blossoming, I guess, of the program. And Mari and Alexis, why don't you guys introduce kind of your involvement in this and then let us know what this first meeting is going to be about. Yeah, so we've been planning out some sessions for this upcoming fall and the rest of the year. And I think the first one we're going to be starting with is controlling the controllables, just because that's a huge one in preseason. I think both Cassie and Haley have already touched on a few of those things about some of the stuff that you can't control, like coaches decisions or your teammates or other things like that. But there's also so much like self care that you can focus on. And so we're going to touch on a lot of that and also just be able to connect across the country, basically, which is a really rare and exciting opportunity that zoom and you know, this time is providing for us. I'll go ahead and add to that if your school doesn't really offer that mental support that you know, is important that you're looking for or it's not as accessible, this would be a great valuable resource to have. And it's nothing super mandatory, like you check in whenever you want to. And it's just literally whenever you need that little extra support, it's always gonna be there. Absolutely, it's free. It is free, 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 free. When there's free resources at your disposal to connect with people who've been in your shoes, who want to help you, take them up on it because once you're done in college not many of those opportunities are free anymore so please take take us up on it we would love to have you join us again that's one week from today august 29th at seven o'clock uh, pacific standard time we will be on zoom the link is in our bio um, you can check our social feeds for it our website um, it will all be there and we are looking forward to connecting with all of you so thank you all so much for listening and we really appreciate your time today and we will see you next time on our podcast